Thanks for listening to the Gray Ave Podcast, a show for driven young people with big goals. We meet inspiring people from around the world and learn from them, from entrepreneurship, health, travel, lifestyle, and more. We are also on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher Radio. Rate and write us a review. You can also download each episode on www.grayjabesi.com. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? My name is Gray, and this is the Gray Podcast, and this is episode number 31, actually. So in this episode, uh, my guest is a friend of mine, Brent Potha. We're just catching up after a year of not seeing each other. So he came down from Joburg uh, for some business and I just uh, had a chance to get him on the podcast and talk about all sorts of things. Now, first of all, actually, me and Brent worked together a job a few years ago and now we're doing um, different things and he's uh, working from Joburg, I'm still in Cape Town. So it was a very good catch up. At the same time, Brent is working uh, with a company called Air, Water and Earth, uh, where these guys are using technology to reverse air pollution, which is absolutely awesome. So on most of part of this podcast, that's what we talked about. Uh, it's a really, really great technology that I was actually interested to learn about, and I'm sure you guys will appreciate it. Um, anyway, so Brent makes his own intro, so I won't have to speak as much right now. I have to go. But enjoy this podcast with Brent. If this is your first time listening to the Graph Podcast, I recommend you subscribe and go back and listen to other episodes. Uh, I'm sure you'll find some things that you find helpful and interesting right here. Anyway, enjoy and I'm out. Okay, so this is the Graph Podcast. Um, Brent, we're going to do this differently. You're going to have to do the intro by yourself. I don't, you know how I do the, the podcast? I always have to come in and do the intro, explain to people what you are. And, but you can pretty much, you're good with that. I don't know if I'm good with that, but I'll try. So, so my name's uh, Brent Puerta. Mm. Um, I'm a sports scientist by trade. Uh, you know, I'm passionate for cycling actually any sport kind of um, but the real reason I'm here today with uh, with Gray is for basically a product that we we brought in from the United States um, something that's going to change you know the health health and social development in in Africa and its technology and just an idea that's 10, 20 years, uh, you know, in front of its time. Mm. So it's quite exciting, actually, for Africa. And what's unfortunate is uh, people walk past it maybe every day. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not like they have full effect inside their house or wherever they're living. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be chatting about today. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Brent. How did we right, meet Brent? Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> anyway, I've done everything from security jobs to, uh, you know, working at the Rugby World Cup. I've been a professional cyclist. I'm a sports scientist by trade. What I studied, um, I mean, I'm in this game-changing career now, which is I'm going to be in it for the rest of my life. I, I know it, but how me and Gray met is we worked at a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, 
<laughs> I wouldn't say we worked and um, I'd say we slaved a little bit but you know it taught us it taught us work ethic and it taught us you know the value of time the value of money the value of employee satisfaction uh, employee health mm. you know employee productivity um, all of these things and that's kind of where a lot of my ideas and I'm sure a lot of your ideas are coming from as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had a little bit of fun yeah we we used to go to that um, to that place you remember that little place with uh, fries was it disco fries I think when you just came our first uh, oh, lunch was in, in Hello Sailor in, Hello Sailor yeah. and the and the Arab shawarma place <laughs> what's it called shawarma king yeah, in, sure. in Woodstock yeah and um, they're not a sponsor. Yeah, they're not. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the oiliest and, uh, you know, gut-wrenching, you're going to be like grepsing, burping, uh, shawarma for two days, but... It was good. They were cheap and they were yeah, good. They were you know? good. We were on, I was on a runner's salary. Yeah. You were on a, on a formatters and an editing... Editing, yeah, salary. Salary. So, you know, the, the 28 rand shawarma. Yeah. It was kind of good investment. It was a good investment. Well, looking at myself now, I mean, I wish I didn't eat so many of the shawmas, but... You think so? Yeah. But you're breathing so. fresh air right now, so, you know. Not yet, Gray. We, we, don't, have sh we don't have machines in your, in your place, just right. as yet. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to take a segue a little bit. How was your day? Just explain how you got here a little bit. So... So what's funny actually is just um, make sure just make sure you're looking at the mic directly okay. so the listeners can get it. Okay, mm. stop shouting at me, Gray. Um, so so I come from Johannesburg. So I booked a flight. Um, I arrived at Oratombo this morning. Um, try to check in. Try to check in with my machine. That um, I actually bought a machine for one of our sponsored uh, Olympic athletes, but we'll get to that. And the lady looked at me and she said, sorry, sir, this, this flight isn't for our tumbo. I said, what, what do you mean? She said, no, this is for Lanseria. Okay, so the day didn't start as predicted. Uh, but you came from Johannesburg. Um, you mean, how did I actually get here today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. this part of the and, story. Um, yeah, I got here this morning, took an Uber in. Um, spent some time with our uh, Olympic athlete to sort of make sure everything was going fine. They brought him one of the new machines. Um, and then I met up with Gray for a beer, um, a very good beer, mm -hmm. and, um, and some good pizza at, at one of his favorite places. I don't want to say it. Yeah, they're not you know, cutting me a check, so I'm going to say that now. <laughs> are they not a sponsor? No. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, now we're here. Well, just to say, the place is yours truly. I, lo I love it so much that they don't have to pay me to say it. Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not getting paid for yours truly. Um, so, you were with these Olympic athletes. Why do they need your machine? Or like, what, what were you doing? So the, so, the reason that we got involved, um, you know, with the Olympic athletes and and not even only Olympic athletes, we have equine athletes. Mm. 
equine athletes, uh, for those who don't know the terminology, is uh, you know racehorses. Um, so on any sort of athletic uh, field, one of the most important parts of your life as an as a professional athlete is rest and recovery. Now rest and recovery, one of the biggest parts of rest and recovery, it is the biggest part, is oxygen. Because on a scientific level and a molecular level, um, without oxygen, nothing can happen. So without oxygen, you cannot recover. Mm. Now, the quality of the oxygen directly correlates to the quality of your recovery. So if your air, if your air content and quality is very tainted with a lot of pollution, a lot of um, you know particulate matter, a lot of VOCs, which is um, volatile organic compounds, um, then your recovery rate is going to be substantially slower. Right. Because there's a thing that's called the uh, oxygen cascade. So the oxygen cascade starts in your esophagus. So once. And you know, the thing is, we don't even pick it up because we've been living with oxygen cascade our whole life. Oxygen cascade is when you're breathing in tainted oxygen. So that's oxygen with a lot of VOCs, dust, um, you know, bacteria, viruses, uh, particulate matter. Um, and those things irritate your esophagus. Mm. And it inflames your esophagus. And there already you're going from x amount of liters and now because you your esophagus is inflamed you cannot take in x that mm. was supposed to be your volume you're taking now x minus oh wow so so there's a direct correlation to you know a very simple direct correlation to everything in life as you know you know everything in life like the reason why we're even speaking here is mm. because of because of oxygen right so you know, coming back to your question is the reason why one of the important parts of my sort of portfolio is um, is professional athletes is because it's just it's uh, one of my loves mm. um, that and sort of the development of Africa and seeing athletes take from from this simple con concept and like sort of run with it you yeah. know? it's something that they don't actively think about you don't actively think like when you're breathing you know um, you you're not actively thinking of like you know am I breathing in good or air yeah, yeah, bad yeah. And, and what's shocking is you know the thing is what most people don't even know and your listeners might not even know and they can actually go and research it if they don't believe me but um, for your listeners that are out there and also you Gray like if you pick up something that's 13 kilograms mm. okay that's heavy I mean it's not like you know some guys are bicep mm. curling 30 kilograms but I mean 13 kilograms to, to hold in your hand that's heavy yeah now imagine that weighted oxygen okay because oxygen has a weight Mm -hmm. The average male is breathing in 13 kilograms of oxygen a day, per day. Per day. Per day. Now. So when you sorry, when you say weighted oxygen, you mean uh, what do you mean? The the oxygen that you are taking in. Yeah. If you had to put that in, 
In a jar. In a jar and, and weigh and weigh it. Oh, weigh thirteen yeah. kilograms. Sure. That's a lot. That's man. a lot, yeah. And what people don't know is according to the South African Air Quality Institute, mm. it's a governmental organization. According to them, eleven point five kilograms of their thirteen kilograms mm. is considered toxic for consumption. Eleven. 11.5 of that 13 yeah um, I was actually watching a video with Arnold Schwarzenegger on, on Facebook he said something like he was talking about um, the whole pollution and things like that about air he said the people that are involved with um, the scientists behind the air and um, the green environment and stuff the way they explain the concept of pollution to people isn't good enough because they don't they talk about oh this is what's gonna happen in the future but they don't talk about millions that are dying yeah. because of bad air no. air pollution today they said it's more than the people that die out of accidents right yeah. now no exactly and, and Gray I mean you know we, we spoke on the phone and we spoke extensively before this before the podcast and it's I, I still remember telling you you know it's it's like explaining explaining this problem of, of bad air pollution and mm. bad air quality. Yeah. And it's not even bad air quality. It's air quality that's not up to human rights. Right. Um, uh-huh. You know, it's a human right to breathe in. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, unpolluted air. Um, we spoke about the concept of explaining something to someone that they cannot see. Mm. You know, try, try explaining to someone 30, 40 years ago in the middle of sub-Saharan Africa and tell them in their own mother tongue tell them that in 10-20 years that they will be able to speak to their family in Europe or wherever they are Mm. you know thousands and thousands of kilometers away because of something called Wi-Fi you cannot see it you can see the machine that it's coming out of but you cannot physically see the waves so you don't know what's going on but it's working and trying to explain people trying to explain to people you know that they are breathing in you know air that's that has so much VOCs and pollen and you know things like MRSA Mm. um, which is a probably one of our highest uh, volume bacteria in hospitals. Mm. They're breathing that in on a daily basis and they don't know it, but some people don't actually care because they can't see the problem. Yeah. It's easy to see soil that's being eroded and your crops are being taken with the eroded soil. And it's easy to see water that has, uh, you know, sorry to put the grim message, but to see sewage, like raw sewage mm-hmm. feces running in the water, mm-hmm. it's easy to see it. What about oxygen? We can see, you know, I live in Johannesburg, so sometimes, you know, when there hasn't been wind for a day, you can kind of see the smog. Mm-hmm. That's probably the closest you'll get to seeing some sort of air pollution, but otherwise you just carry on with your day. Yeah. That's not something that we can physically touch a taste touch or yeah. feel so it's you know it's it's uh, it's going to become one of the most uh, 
one of the most important problems, you know, in the next 10 years, especially for Africa. Yeah. So this is crazy because we, I like the analogy of uh, Wi-Fi, that we believe in Wi-Fi. We just know it just, it's there and it works. Not only know? do we believe, but we live. We live, yeah. We, we live by Wi-Fi. We live by Wi-Fi, I yeah. mean, you know. But when it comes to biology, everything that comes out in the biotech or in the bio industry, it's kind of like, okay, or they... It's kind of like it's a doctor's thing to understand. Yeah. We don't quite uh, take it in, you know? Yeah. It's, that's a problem, yeah. Like, people, we don't think about air as much as that just because we don't see it. Yeah. But then there are other things we don't really see, like Wi-Fi, but we... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it's just one of those frustrating things. And, you know, the the our product... Um, I don't know if Gray is sort of uh, mentioned that I don't think we have, but no. the company that um, that sort of helped, or not helped develop, that developed this project was was actually a company called AWE Global LLC. Mm. And the BioOx, which is the solution that goes into the unit, was developed by a scientist called um, Sam, uh, Sam Sofer. Mm. And um, he's, he's one of the leading biotechnology scientists in the US. And, you know, he took, I can't divulge, divulge fully how, how the unit works. I mean, how the bio-ox works. Mm. But taking something as simple as the organisms, living organisms that live in natural free-flowing free water in clean places you know mm. where nature takes its course and when you're standing next to a waterfall you get that really fresh smell sure those are actually the organisms that are in the air from and those organisms clean mm. and ingest right. all the pollutants that are in the air and that's what you're smelling and that's how that's the basic concept of these of these machines you know this so. is a particularly good analogy because when I go to, like, I like to take trips out of town, just okay. like drive out and, you know, just relax for a day or two out yeah. of town. So the, or, the reason I like those, it's like, I feel like I breathe better. They, I always say, oh, the air is good here. Um, it's like you can, you can kind of sense, actually, the air, the air difference between here, living in town in the middle of the city, yeah. and when you drive out of town. You get well, it's, beca it's, become, it's become mundane you know, office talk. Yeah. You walk into the office, oh, Jeffrey, you know, it's, it's quite cold outside, yeah. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it's going to warm up eventually. You know, that sort of office talk. Yeah. It becomes such a mundane thing, you know. You, you're in the city and then you go out of the city and that's actually when you really realize and you're like, oh, but my subconscious is actually picking up that this is much better yeah. air quality. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's still, it's still not the air quality that we deserve to be, yeah, to be breathing in. Um, so then, so you guys created a pro. You work for a company that created a product to solve a problem. That's correct. So what your your um, product does is that do you put it in a room or wherever you put it, then it eliminates the air. Uh, it increases air quality, kind of getting rid of bacteria or yeah so so like you said you know AWE Global came up you know Sam Sofer together with another scientist um, who is our chief of sustainability who's mm. 
David Pomieski. Um, them two came up with this concept and yes, you, you place it in, you can place it anywhere where there's human interaction, where there's a human breathing, mm. where human life is valued. That's, that's all it is. And how it basically works is it takes the total volume of the room, depending on the size of the unit. So obviously if it's the right size unit for the right volume of room, 92% of the volume, air volume inside that room within three, four hours will be 92% pure uh, untainted breathable wow. oxygen. And, and we, when we say untainted, we're saying things like pollen, um, dead skin cells, we're speaking, we're speaking about MRSA, we're speaking about certain types of airborne uh, molds. Mm. We're speaking about uh, airborne viruses and bacterias. Um, I said pollen. <laughs> um, particulate matter. Yeah. Um, VOCs, like I said, which is volatile organic compounds, which is when you are painting a room, yeah. that strong smell, yeah, yeah. you're not just smelling it mm. because your senses inside your nose are actually breathing in those particles. Okay. Uh-huh. And those particles can actually kill the cells inside your nose. So it's eliminating those, it's eliminating uh, even odor. We have these units inside of a Bikram uh, yoga studio mm. in, in Washington. And the Bikram yoga, it's, it's a heated yoga. So you've got a lot of sweat. So even though they clean it with antiseptics, mm. uh, for those of you who can't see it on the podcast, I'm doing the sort of inverted <laughs> comma fingers. Yeah. Um, but the, the employees were coming in every morning saying that, you know, it smells like a sweatshop. You know, they're walking in yeah. and it smells horrible. Yeah, um, I, yeah, sure. And, you know, for those of you who want to, you can actually go on to um, onto, uh, Air, Water and Earth's uh, uh, website. And yeah, you can I'll, put actually, it, I'll put it in the description. Yeah, you can actually watch the, the video about the Bikram Yoga Studio. And, you know, they're proper, they're honest, they're clients of ours that say, you know, the first or two days, mm. they actually thought it was a hoax. You know, they thought it was like, you know, these balance bands that you yeah. get, you know. So they just carried on. From the third to the fourth day, when they walked in, mm. they started smelling noticeable changes. So they weren't getting hit in the face with that, you know, that strong, Strand, yes, pungent, yeah. like sweat smell. You actually just like in Virgin Active or something. Yes, I was about to give the same analogy. <laughs> like that smell when you go into it's the gym, so, it's just like it's so strong, you know. Yeah. Um. So it 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 can actually eliminate that, not completely, because mm. unfortunately, like some um, of our, I wouldn't even say competitors, because their biotechnology is not even close to ours, but. Um, some of our competitors say that they kill 99% of mm. these germs. and But what people don't read, they don't read the T's and C's in mm. the small print. They say 99%, but it's it's not of the total volume in mm. the room. It's the amount of airflow through the unit. Oh. So if you're pulling in... If you're pulling in one liter, mm. it's 99% of that oh, one liter. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, well, that's you know good enough. But when you're pulling, when you're pulling in 92%, you're pulling in 100% of the 
of the air volume mm. in a room and of that 100%, 92% of that is coming out clean. That's something, um, that's something that no one else can, can do. So yeah, you, you put it in a room, it's a plug and play system and I mean, it's, it's so simple. So look, if there is such a technology, then why isn't government uh, and companies having it already in their offices? Or is this uh, a consumer product or it's something for now that it's just like for the high-end rich company, IBM type of so, thing? So I actually, I actually like that question and I, I'm going to go into a little bit more in-depth. So yeah. if I talk too long, you must stop. No worries. It. So we have just, we have just, or we are in the process of, um, busy signing a big partnership deal with a company called the Pamoja Group. Mm. Uh, the Pamoja Group is basically a subcontractor for various uh, sort of tasks and um, businesses external to the government. Mm. So there's a lot of reach within the government and and this is something that we we task ourselves to do first. You know, the thing is, it's all good and well. You make this amazing uh, biotechnology and you only give it to the rich. Mm. You know, um, our, you know, our um, COO actually went to a, um, and I'll tell you how socially responsible we are. We went we went into a museum in Italy mm. and our units were in Italy and our COO went in there and he's like, guys, what are you doing? So the guys in Italy like, no, this is probably a, a really good place because it, it manages how the, there's a lot of bacteria that, that kills, you know, paintings and, and um, you know, pianos that are actually artwork and mm. that sort of stuff. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can, so there's a special mold bacteria that goes into the painting that yeah. that dulls the paint. So these units actually put these at some of the most expensive paintings in Italy to draw away the bacteria from those paintings. But to get back to, <laughs> that's also on the website the yeah. video. But to get back to um, what I was trying to say is, he was like, "What what are you guys doing?" So. Um, the guys were like, no, we've, you know, we put these units inside this, um, you know, this museum. So he's like, no, this, sh this should be for everyone, mm. but it should first be for the people who needs it. Mm. And that's why two of the countries or actually three of the countries that are on our top list, Africa was our number one, mm. you know, putting these into clinics, um, where airborne viruses and bacteria are one of one of the top killing agents, um, you know, amongst newborns and mm. and even and even mothers, you know, um, you know, childbearing mothers, and you know, in a in a place like I'll give you an example, a place like the Transcar, yeah, where you can maybe get you can maybe get electricity, which doesn't sound too bad, but I mean. You can get, probably get electricity four days out of the week. Mm. So you got these people that are coming in, you know, and they're sitting there for literally for six, seven, eight hours all together, mm. you know, 
uh, you know, maybe even four to a hundred people, who knows, mm. but they're all coming there with viruses and bacteria. And this is something that we needed to eliminate first and care for Africa. And, and not only even just that, it was bringing in social development. And um, this is where this, you know, this amazing guy, his name is uh, Alex Ametti. And I hate to sort of, you'll see I haven't really named a lot of guys, but the guys that really influenced the product right. and, and guys are going to influence the world. Alex is one of them. Um, you know, and he he was the guy that said we need to start developing this product for for the kids of Africa first, and and developing jobs mm. for Africans. You right. know, and that's why soon, um, within hopefully within the next six months, we will start production um, of the actual mechanical units here in Africa, and mm. soon enough the BioOx, the BioOx is the solution that goes in. It takes a little bit. It's, there's a lot more complexities into it, but uh, soon we will uh, we will be producing it. So I answered your question, but to answer it like a little bit more clearer, mm. we went first to the government mm -hmm. because we believe that they have the biggest impact in the whole of Africa. Sure, and they can touch more lives than we can going for, to you know, X or this company or that company with, you know, some of the, you know, world's biggest CEOs. Mm. But, I mean, I don't want to sound heavy. We we care about the CEOs, um, but we care more about the kid that's sitting in a, uh, in a clinic in the trans sky mm. that is potentially going to pick up MRSA or potentially going to pick up measles or or pox or and this could potentially be fatal and if you have one machine in a clinic right the right size machine there's a simple problem mm. to a complex solution right so you say maybe I have seen the machine uh, in one or uh, in one of the shops or restaurants here yeah so, so 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 I've explained the kind of the biox is the solution that goes into the machines but I actually haven't really touched on how the machine really works, works. I yeah. said it's a I said it's a plug-and-play yeah. sort of system so so the unit really con it really consists of uh, four to five main parts um, I say four to five because you know um, some of the units are a little bit different than the others but um, all pretty much the same concept so there's a fan mm -hmm. okay simple fan um, well, not really simple, but this fan creates an electrical charge, right. um, a positive and a negative electrical charge within the unit. And this is actually how the air moves through the unit. You know, that's the thing like wind moves, wind moves not by movement, mm. but by electrical charge. Yeah. So that's how we actually move the air through the unit. It's not a, it's not a like sucking it into the unit and mm. then blowing it out. And um, that's where you'll get the ninety nine percent efficiency. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, it's about charge. It, it's, it's going where the, the charges. Yeah, it's going where the charges. Mm. So, so that's the one thing. That's the fan that creates the electrical charge. Then you got the drum. Mm. Um, it it almost looks like um, you know in grey we'll put on a. 
uh, uh, you know a pic of it and and, and the website but you know the units kind of look a little bit like r2d2 you know without the arms or whatever i don't yeah. know I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I mean, <laughs> can I get a customized version of just R D two? We 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 R2. can actually we can actually do a customized <laughs> cool. version. Like we can, um, but to get back to it, it's a drum, and depending on what model you want, you can get like a 75, 85 um, liter, and within the drum is a 24 VDC pump. Mm. Now this pump, what it does is it pumps the water. There's water in this. Yeah, in this container mm -hmm. and inside that water that's where the biox solution goes in now what happens is the the air is being is being not sucked in is the air is being drawn in by the by the fan mm -hmm. the remember charge. the electric charge that's why I say fan yeah and then what's happening with the pump is the pump is circulating the water from the bottom of the tank mm -hmm. up to the top now at the top there's outlets mm where there's little holes but they they are very strategically placed mm. to get the best flow rate now that's where the waterfall waterfall concept comes in yeah. they they get pumped up to the top with a biox solution and then they trickle down back into the water mm. like a waterfall yeah so some of it literally trickles down like water drops and some of it actually lines the tank on the inside going down um, and this is where the magic happens when when the when the air is being pulled into is being pulled into the unit mm. and the waterfall effect and that's where you're getting all the good organisms that are floating inside the unit yeah and they're busy degrading all of the bad stuff all right so it's a very simple concept yeah um, but to come back to your question is it's you can walk into a shop yeah okay I mean the thing is our units are not like this mm. but this is how simple they are this yeah. is how practical they are you could walk into a shop and find a a big plastic dustbin mm. that's number one yeah okay okay you could find a fan from a computer yeah you know it's a normal 12 to also 24 volt fan that mm. you get inside a computer Okay, it's not gonna it's not gonna create exactly the same electrical charge. That's mm. why I said I'm not disclosing everything. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a there's a perfect like ratio to how we're doing it. Mm. But you could put a fan there, okay? Mm. You could sort of suspend it on top of that. Then you can buy you can go to a DIY store, Midas, mm. and buy yourself a fish tank pump. Yeah. Which is also like 12 to 24 VDC yeah. with a flow of like 1 to 0 0.2 liters per hour. Yeah, I have a fish tank. Or so per I'm second, saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can put that in, connect it with some pipes, run a base on the top yeah. where it's trickling down mm. and buy the Biox mm. from, from Pomoja Group. Yeah. That's, oh, so, so is the application for it, it's pretty depending on what you want to associate to associate it with I guess like if I have a fish tank I would choose to use a fish tank or no 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 so so I was just trying to answer your question because yeah. you said how do you see it yeah when you walk into any business yeah because the parts of our machines mm. the essential parts 
are, are the parts that you see in any Tom, Dick and Harry's office. Oh, okay. okay. It's a simple man's, a simple man's machine. Yeah. But it's going to change the world. Mm. It really is. That's pretty interesting. So... <laughs> Um, it's very complex it's yeah, like there's it, so many questions that you need yeah, to ask man. so how do you see uh, the individuals using it or like when okay can I get it now for myself for example for my office here you you can you you can um, so like I told you we, mm. we're in you know not even possible we are in future partnership with a company called Pomodio Group mm. so they will be they will be the outsourcers. They will get the product from us, mm. AWE Global, but they will be the go-to man mm. um, for this. Uh, so, so whoever you are, you know, if you, we, we've put these units into um, a lady's house who's in Canada. You can actually also watch it on the mm. website where she struggled with allergies with petroleum products, mm. um, and you know. Um, you know things like makeup and, and toothpaste even yeah. where these things were bothering her and you can actually hear it in her voice and you know we installed these things into into her house and she became a client so it's not just about big corporations mm. it's not just about you know massive um, clinics and like governmental initiatives mm. if if you feel that you have the need and you know that you in you're intelligent enough to realize that this is yep. this is the solution for you then you will come to us if um, i had a restaurant i would actually put it there well well that's the scary thing we actually um to be dead honest i'm not even sure if we still have them as a client but we had a we had an indian restaurant mm. um it was an indian restaurant chain in the middle of new york Right. Now you know, like Indians use strong curries and yeah. like strong, strong smells. Um, and I actually, the first time I was in New York, they actually made me go and clean some of the units. You know, mm. go do maintenance. And you you cleaned out and you took out, you know, the muck because yeah. there's actually stuff, you know, the proper stuff that is cleaning out of the air. Yeah. What was it? Mm-hmm. It was oil particles. Okay. Yeah. Proper, I took out like a handful of like gunky oil, mm. okay, that smelt li- literally like I, I don't mean to you know generalize, but mm. it smelt like samosas and yeah, you know, this is what their clients were breathing. They were mm. breathing in like they were breathing in oil that was in the air. Yeah, jeez. So, like I, you know, you can put it in a gym, you can put it in a restaurant. You can put in a hospital. You can put in horse stables. That's also on the website. (laughs) You can put it into a museum. You can put it into a nail salon because Mm. there's a lot of VOCs in the nail salon. Yeah. Think about all those toxins that they're using. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, your wife, whoever you are, Mm. um, or you could be breathing that in. Mm. So then uh, why are you... Okay having the athletes for example you you're an athletic guy like you you're a bicycle rider yeah. a cyclist that you say right or they say is it cyclist or bicycle rider cyclist cyclist, cyclist. Yeah. a professional cyclist uh, was wh- was yeah um why haven't okay just uh explain a little bit how why 
are they not using it yet? Because it, it's not that common that people are using this machine yet. You know what? I, to be dead honest, mm. I can't even answer that question. I mean, that that question can only be answered by the athletes who aren't using Yeah. You know, because the thing is, professional athletes are, it's all about incremental gains. Mm. When I say incremental gains, like instead of going to bed tonight at 12 p.m. Yeah. 12 p.m. 12 a.m. 12 a.m. 12 a.m. Sorry. Um, <laughs> instead of going to bed at 12 a.m., he's going to go to bed at uh, 8 p.m. Mm. Because he believes that if he gets X amount of sleep, mm. this is going to help him. It is going to help him, but it's going to help him on such a small, yeah. you know, such a small thing. and um, Almost yeah. unnoticeable in a way. Yeah, yeah. And going for a massage and, you know, wearing kinesio tape to help uh, blood flow and XXX. Yes, they are all helping, mm. but in tiny incremental gains and... You know, the thing is, how do you as an athlete, how do you not know that, that the one thing that you've been lacking mm. from not setting that personal best, from mm. not going to the Olympics, not making that provincial national team was because you were in an environment where you couldn't breathe the air that the air that you were like afforded to breathe. Yeah. The air that you were supposed to breathe. You know, like the thing is, I was a professional cyclist for, you know, for many years, six, seven years. Um, and I don't hold it against my mother, but, um, you know, my mother used to smoke and she mm. used to smoke outside of the house. Even though she used to smoke outside of the house, mm. the sports scientists where I used to train used to tell me, listen, yeah, your, your VO2 max and your, your lung capacity yeah. is not where it should be. So, you know, something as simple as that, you know, that that's a game changer for athletes. Yeah. So, to answer your question, I I actually cannot answer that question. That that is up to the athletes that that know what they want. If yeah. they know what they want, they're gonna be contacting us. Right. Um, if they don't know what they want and they're not very clinical. Mm. And analytical about the sport. I mean, we uh, we sponsor a, a Olympic athlete called James Reed. He's a South African Olympic mountain biker. Mm. He's probably one of the most analytical, um, you know, educated cyclists I've ever met in my life. And when I say analytical, not the bad, you know, analytical. Yeah. Um, you know, before we even gave him the sponsorship deal, he went to go and do his homework. And he came back saying, yes, that I want to be part of this deal. Mm. You know, I was actually very surprised that he he wanted to be part of it. Not because it's, I don't believe in it, mm. just because that's how analytical he is. And he's very educated and he knows what's going on. Mm. So when he said yes, that's when I went over from 99.9% uh, believing in this machine yeah. to 100%. Right. Um, so, you know, why aren't all athletes and, and sports performance gyms yeah. and, you know, just gyms in general, why aren't they using yeah. the product? Gray, I can't answer that it's question. Like food, if I was a football coach or a football 
team owner. That's what I would do. Like, you know what? We need oh, these dude. four teams. You know, the thing is, I've, I've thought about it, putting it in, in, you know, cyclists and runners. Mm. They are the athletes that use the most cardiovascular... Um, cardio, they use the most cardiovascular-like systems in any other sport. Right. Okay. So they're breathing in thousand times more than your average human per yeah. day like scratch the 13 kilograms yeah they could be breathing they could be breathing in tons per days on a race yeah so now just imagine that's your athlete okay let's say he's a mountain biker he's breathing in dust the whole day mm. he comes back to uh, his room where he's breathing in pollen and dust and stuff you know you have to you have to create an environment that's conducive to to your athlete Right. So I mean, I get what you're saying. You know, if I was a soccer coach, I would put, you know, a lot of the soccer players when they're on tour, they like room together, two yeah. guys in a room. Yeah. You know, I would put one one unit in a hotel room. Mm. You get a van. You put our units in the van. Mm. You know, the the guys who take charge of their luggage and the kit mm. and that sort of stuff, they pack it out every day. They put it into the room. You know, they they. they very mobile units yeah. you plug it in and the next game I can promise you you're gonna see a a, a difference of 2% but yeah. you know what that 2% is gonna it's a lot in sports yeah it's massive yeah but like look now it's a great point that you brought out there then if I was a hotel owner that I know that athletes come to, to my hotel a lot I have this kind of deals I would use it to my advantage say look we have this system for your football players well See, that's the thing. Um, I know the podcast people won't, your, um, your listeners won't be able to actually see what I'm pulling out now. But can you read what's on the massive sticker that I just pulled out now, Greg? Your air zone. Oh, okay. So it's like a Wi-Fi zone. So it's like a Wi-Fi zone. You know, yeah. you go to this, this sticker, I actually have to drop off at, um, at the airport tomorrow at mm. our Tombo. Mm. Um, Orotombo is going to become the first pure air zone airport in the yeah. world. Oh, and there you In the world. In the world? Yeah, yeah. So, they, so AXA is going to be... AXA Airport Company South Africa is going to become one of our first major clients as well. Mm. So you walk into the airport, doors close behind you, you're breathing in good air. Sure. So in a... In a standard room uh, or look, look at my office right now how big is it like, like three or four different rooms here yeah. how many units do we need for example for 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 something this size um i would say to be efficient mm. you put in a 300 mm. um, is that 300 is, mil second is that 300, 300 liters, liters? Okay. 300 liters you put in a 300 uh you put in a 300 right here and i would put it there with the clients you know sit by the yeah. reception desk yeah so they can see it, mm. they can see what they're breathing in, or well, they can't see what they're breathing in, but they can see what's making them yeah, the yeah, good yeah. air. And then I would put in a 7580 in each office. Mm. Um, and then you're going to have not only pure air, but you're going to have active conducive uh, yeah. employees. Right. Uh, because um, what most people don't actually realize as well is that... Uh, the way that your brain cells fire, yeah. like the the synaptic response, mm. is also how 
how much oxygen and what's the content. You, yeah. So it's it's the craziest thing. I arrived in New York. I was so jet lagged. Mm. I walked into the office. I couldn't see the machines. I could hear them. Mm. But I could smell the luck. There's almost like this foresty smell. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the best smell in the world. But walked in. I was like, okay, show me the machines they showed me. And we started working. And that first day I worked probably till about 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. And I only actually started getting really tired at 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, for those of you who really know me, I will fall asleep at 9 o'clock at mm. night after I've had like 6 cups of espresso. Yeah. Um, I will fall asleep on a concrete floor mm. without a blanket like I love sleep. Mm. So for me to be up until 2 o'clock in the morning with jet lag... There must have been something going wrong, mm. not something going wrong, something happening physiologically, you yeah. know, with all of the oxygen in my brain. So, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I guess uh, people have to find out for themselves. <laughs> yeah. So then, um, now, when you, let's get back to your job now, what you're doing. <laughs> uh, so, what you do, you, you go to these clients and explain to them this concept, <coughs> right? So, so I go to the clients and I explain, I explain the concept, but this is, this is where our business model is, is different to yeah. other companies, you know. Um, we, the way that, not we only get trained, we don't get trained either. Mm. We get taught. Mm. And the way that we do our business is that we teach mm. and we educate. So I'm not selling anybody a product. Yeah. Like I said with the athletes, like, you know, like... You know, I really care about you, mm. and I care about the air that you're breathing. But I can't, I can't take the horse to the water and force him to breathe the pure air. Mm. Do you see the analogy that I did there? I change yeah. the water with the air. Some people with dry humor will find that funny. But um, the thing is, you can't really, you can't really force someone to take something upon themselves that they don't believe in. Mm. So, so for me, is I, I educate people and I try to show them what's really going on in the yeah. background. Yeah. And once they have educated mindsets, once they really care about themselves and their families, they'll make the, the educated choice. And, you know, this is for businesses and this is for mm. non-profit organizations, you know, whatever you are. Mm. Um, so like I, like I said again, we don't approach, we teach. Okay. So say you approach a C, the CEO of uh, FNB uh, or NetBank or whatever. What is, what is the initial reaction when you tell them about this? So I'll be, I'll be, I'll be dead honest. Mm. To, to explain again, like, like I said with the Wi-Fi, to, expi- to try and explain a concept that hasn't even touch base in Africa it's yet. It's like global warming almost, right? Yeah, but people don't want to hear about it first of all. Yeah. Um, and they think that you're wasting their time. <laughs> to be dead honest. Okay, but uh, see, now I'm getting a little bit real because I sometimes... You're I actually, real, friend. <laughs> you're always real. Sometimes I actually get a little bit irritated because it's like, you're the CEO of a company. <laughs> With many people. You have thousands and thousands of people under you. Yeah. Not only can this boost your your employees' productivity. Yeah. 
not only can this show your employees that you okay. care about them, yeah. you care about their well-being, not only can this show your employees, but this can show your clients that mm. you care about your employees. And that trickles down, my friend. Yeah. That comes down faster than, than an avalanche will hit you. And, you know, if you put these from the top down, you know, from the employees down to the clients, mm. you put it in F&B in, inside the actual bank. Oh, yeah, that would be great. You, you put one of these uh, air pure zones. Mm. Yeah. You, know, you care you, about you know. your... And, and that's the thing, bro. Like, you know, that's why I get frustrated. Yeah. You're a CEO of a multi-million billion rand company but you won't think for a second yeah you know to i'll give you a proper example and great i know you're sort of running out of time no man we we get i'm totally cool um i'll give you an example we we have a we have a printing press Mm. massive printing press when i say massive i mean probably about six way like warehouses Mm. size that are probably the size of airplane hangers Mm. six of those um which is a client of ours called earth color okay in new york now they print various like you know um pamphlets and documents and posters for places like the new york times yeah estee lauder and you know apple dkny Mm. and like all these you know big companies they put these they put these units in probably about a year two years ago okay and it wasn't even so developed as it is now like Mm. how we've pushed the envelope a little bit further but the auditing companies Mm. actually started seeing a decline in the days that people were taking leave Mm. so they thought that the hr uh they thought that the HR people weren't documenting mm. uh, the days that the people were taking leave. So they thought maybe they were trying to ramp down this and increase profits or vice versa. They, you know, the auditing company saw, thought there was something fishy. Yeah. They went in and they saw that these these air purifiers were in there. Mm. Do you know what, what our air purifiers were doing, to the, were doing for the employees? Mm-hmm. On an annual basis, the employees of Earth Color were, not was, or is, they were breathing in nine liters of solvent per year. Correct. So just imagine drinking nine liters of that paint yeah. that they used to print. Right. They were drinking nine liters a year. People were getting sick before the machines. Yeah. They came and put, we came and put in the machines. Boom bang, mm. people started becoming a lot less sick. Yeah. And therefore, if you walk into Earth Color today, yeah. there's a poster saying that they have taken the initiatives to bring down the VOCs inside their production units. And it also, you know, their health insurance mm. and the insurance of the company has come down because of that. Oh. So, coming back to your FNB question. Yeah. A massive CEO yeah. should be able to see the long-term benefits of something like this. Right. Bringing in a health company saying, 
look at look at my annual rates of sick leave mm. my annual rates of you know claiming from their medical their company's yeah. medical aid and you correlate it to past years when we didn't have these units yeah you need to give me some initiative yeah, yeah you need sure. to take off some money off my insurance mm. because i'm i'm taking steps yeah you know um and soon you know they don't even know it but soon companies like discovery yeah um, i was about to ask them like what about insurance companies yeah. <laughs> soon, soon enough you know platinum life mm. or whoever they are discovery soon it's going to become a thing where you know our units our new newly developed units are going to be smart units yeah they're going to be linked to your phone so soon enough like i said discovery doesn't even know it's going to hit them yet soon enough this is going to be linked you'll get points mm. for every second that you spend inside your room mm-hmm. so when your app picks up that you're walking close or inside your room mm. and it's close enough to breathe in that air for every second or for every minute or every hour mm. you get points for breathing in the air oh so that's that's the idea you know um You know, I actually didn't even think about it until I came onto this podcast, but now... You know. It's great. I like where this is going. It's, yeah, it just makes sense to me. But, but the thing is, the, the like companies like Discovery first need to catch on. If they can't catch on and they don't believe in the product, mm. what's the use? It, the product works, you know. We just need people to realize what's going on in the world yeah. and like, just believe in the product, that's all. Mm. Don't worry, don't worry. Right. Yeah, bro. Is there anything you want to share with the audience? You know, the thing is... Yeah, just share five typical South African lessons. Five typical South, South African, African lessons, lessons about... Could remember all the listeners here. Uh, not, not all of them are from South Africa. Like okay. Most of them actually okay. are outside South Africa. Jeez, um, like, that's, that's quite a tough one. You, what do you mean? Lessons about what I spoke about today? No, no, no. Lessons just about life everything. Life lessons. Yeah. Typical South African life lessons. Don't dress, don't wear, number one, I'll start with one. Don't okay. wear that hat and shorts and you and uh, khaki shorts. Oh, and the former, you know. The former outfits. Like the Buddha. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it obviously depends what you're into, but me and Gray aren't into that. Okay. So that's number one. Um, no, no, but explain, you have to explain it properly because I just butchered it a little. Okay, so so the whole khaki vibe is like proper former, you know, like fricky von der Westes and it's it's not on in the city. So, <laughs> I mean, if you're a farmer boy, you know, and you're hunting or whatever, mm. good for you. But if you're rocking that in the bank, yeah, in Santon, it's not gonna work. You you're a fish out of the water, boy. Mm. You're a long way away from water. Number two. Number two. And just side notes. Um, Some farmers don't allow black people in their farms. And do you know that, Brent? I do know that. And, <laughs> some and farmers some, in South Africa are hardcore. And some like, farmers also in South Africa also don't, don't allow Jews or Arabs <laughs> <laughs> onto their farms. No, you're laughing, but it's Yeah, stupid. I know. It, it, it's <laughs> but like, it's stupid. That's why I'm laughing, that's you know? That's so stupid. But anyway, South that's, your, that's your mentality. Okay, another lesson in South Africa don't speak with your phone mm. at a robot when your windscreen is down and, yeah. a, and a guy is walking past 
he's he's definitely gonna jack your phone you're right uh, you know so that's number two uh, number three <laughs> not every guy that has his hazards on asking you for money because he ran out of petrol has honestly ran out of petrol true it's it's a hoax and he's gonna ask 40 other people for petrol money after you so just look at him and kindly say that you only swipe with cards mm. and this is where lesson number it's lesson number three right yeah this is where lesson number three comes in if he has a card machine yeah <laughs> swipe yeah. because the guy's got game yeah yeah oh yeah game. i would swipe i would that. swipe because mm. the guy's got game um and then i think the last two will be you know serious i think a little bit more serious um i would say number four would definitely be you know africa's a developing country um a lot of people have forgotten you know i'm i'm african i'm, mm. I'm white but i'm african mm. A lot of people in the Western world, in the in the you know first world countries, have forgotten about us. Mm. But it's time that us as Africans take care of our own. Yeah. And from us taking care of our own, the first world countries will start to realize that you know there's something special about our country. Yeah, yeah. That's number four and five. Look after yourself. Right. If you're not looking after your health, if you're not looking after your family's health, your your nutrition, your you know your body, whatever, mm. and this is where the oxygen comes in. You know, if you aren't looking after yourself, then it's a it's a steady and fast decline, and it, the decline happens very quick. Right. So I mean, the last two were pretty serious, but I mean, you mm. know. Uh, actually, you gave me an idea now. Uh, I'm, I'm going to record a video this year. It doesn't matter when it, during the year. I'll get a card machine, go on the streets and beg for money. And if they tell me I have a card machine, I'll put it out. I'm just oh, going to make a, a video oh, about dude, that. You have, to, you have to let me come. I mean, yeah. I got the whole like little bit of a car guard, like white car guard tan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I, yeah. I think I do. So maybe you can do like the robots, mm. you know, the... And you can stand with a plastic bag. You know, yeah. in Johannesburg, that's what they do. Stand with a plastic bag so you can throw your rubbish in. Mm. And when you throw your rubbish in, they say, okay. Give the money. To, you need to give me money now. <laughs> it's so, like those guys that come and, uh, by the traffic light, right, uh, lights as well and say, they clean up your windscreen, even uh, if it's clean. Uh, and they say, 10 rand. This is lesson number six. Because Gray didn't include lesson number six. Mm. Keep a, a squeegee gun. Mm. Okay, like a water gun yeah. with vinegar inside of it. And right. when the guys come and try and clean your windscreen, <laughs> you know, you gotta no don't don't do that. I don't advise that. Shame give the guy a little bit of money here, you know. Cool Brent, it was nice to chat with you man and catch up again after a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time and Yeah. Thanks um, for coming and yeah. being in the podcast. Thanks, yeah. thanks for having me. I'm excited to actually re-listen to it. I don't know cool. if I'm allowed to say that, but I said it. <laughs> of course, you, you have, you're allowed. Everything is allowed here. Okay. You said a few words before we started that what you want to start with. <laughs> I know you're not going to say <laughs> those actually, anymore. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that, but anyway, uh, I can't do what, what are you excited about right now, Brent? What, what are you looking, looking forward to in your life right now? In my life? Mm. Uh, marrying the woman of my dreams on the 20th of March. Shout out to Metal Um 
and just changing Africa. Mm. I mean, it's super, super cliche, but it's something that I live by. And, I, mm. you know, I want to see, like, kids happy and healthy. And another thing, just building, just building from the ground up. Mm. You know, I, you know, me and you both come from the same background. Right. I just want to see stuff get done mm. and build from nothing, basically. Cool. Not bad, bro. I'm excited to see all this shit happening. Yeah. And it's already happening. I can see it, right? Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Now you're buying me lunches and stuff. That's so good. <laughs> <sighs> so, so what you're trying to say is you're making me poor. <laughs> no. Okay, cheers, man. And that was the end of my conversation with Brent Potha. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, everything that was uh, talked about here will be in the show notes, all the links and everything like that. Prob and I will also include the photograph of, the, of a guy in the khaki South African farmer outfit that we talked about here. Some of you might be interested to see that, so I will definitely put it in. Anyways, enjoy the rest of your week and whether it's a weekend you're listening to this, uh, enjoy. Goodbye. Thank you for listening.